0: Welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast, I'm Andy, I'm Callum, I'm Bobby, and we're all about Rugby League, the M62, and beyond.
1: Good evening. Good evening.
2: Good evening. <laughs> why did he do that
1: with his hand clasped then and bowing towards me? I don't know, why did you do that? I don't know, why did you do that?
2: Well, aren't you supposed to like bow to Masters these days in like professional sports?
1: Oh right, yeah. After my appearance in Cardiff last week, you mean? Yeah, yeah so thanks. He, thanks for being with us. You know, in person this week. Yes, I'm back. I'm back in the room. Three, two, one. Back in the room.
2: Yeah, you told me you're a Welsh master now, so I, had to, I, I, thought, I, had to, I thought I had to. You know. Oh, properly,
1: yeah, it was, it was a stunning victory. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> is it similar to like rugby league masters where you have to wear like gold shorts or something? <laughs> no, it's no, you play proper tennis. Oh, right,
2: <laughs> not allowed to serve, you wear red shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be
0: honest, you to play with a sponge bar or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, it's one of the best titles that I've
1: won. And all you know,
0: yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well done. Go on, tell us about it.
1: Well, so you yeah. rock up in your gold shorts. Rock up in my gold shorts. Uh, won the first match against a guy. He wasn't really good. The first guy. I hope we um, don't listen to this. I don't think. No, he was Romanian, so I, I don't think he'll be listening. Romanians can like rugby league. He could. I don't, I don't. I didn't try and talk to him about rugby league. Anyway, I beat him. Mm. Uh, and I beat uh, a, a lad from uh, South Wales, from Monmouth in the in the semis. That was that was a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I managed to get through to the semis and then beat him, and uh, that was 6-3, six, 6-3, three, six, three. Um, and then I played the, uh, I, I played uh, one of the, the, the pros that was down there, one of the, 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 there was a coach and everything, and I beat him 6 love 6-3, six, so. Excellent. Uh, it was a bit a bit wooing in the second set, because he came back to 3 all, and I was like, this isn't going well. And I I was almost doing me Andy Murray in Shanghai this week when he smashed his racket about ten times.
0: Mm. The the, the difference is he gets his rackets for free.
1: Yeah, I know. See, I smash a racket and everyone thinks, what a a knobhead. (laughs) He smashes it and then goes, oh, look, Andy Murray getting annoyed, isn't he cool?
0: I mean, in fairness, when you don't smash a racket, I I still think that. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But... No, like seriously, well done. It was Thank a you. really good win. Yeah, it was. was, yeah. But it wasn't quite the highlight of your weekend, was it? Because you took a a, a trip to Cardiff Bay, was it? Yes. Um
1: and I had uh, pictures taken with the uh, uh with the codebreaker statue while I was down there. Yeah. Walked for absolute miles trying to find it. A bit further than you thought. It was a lot further than I thought, yeah. Um I walked for about an hour trying to find this statue. Day before the final, I thought I'm gonna be knackered in the morning. Did, did you a sang, innit? It was. I did walk 500 miles. Yeah. <laughs> did you get a taxi back? No, I'd walk back as well. <laughs> anyway, I, I got a random guy outside the pub um, to, uh, to take a picture of me. Right. Who was Who was pretty much hammered and went, are you getting up on it? I said, no, it's, I don't think he's supposed to. The plinth's bigger than me. He went, I'll give you a leg up. So I actually got up on the statue <laughs> as well. And then was like, I had my arms, I had my arms on Billy Boston and Clive Sullivan <laughs> on the statue. <laughs> Uh, South Wales police are listening. They did, that didn't happen at all. Code code breakers and the rule breakers. Ru- that's me, yeah. rule breaker. And then I
0: had an argument with a rugby, lovely rugby union couple, didn't you?
1: Yeah, they they were absolutely flabbergasted that I'd never watched a game of rugby union and like wasn't watching the World Cup. Yeah. So there you go. Trying to try to do my bit to convert them as well.
0: That's the real win.
1: Uh, exactly. That's the real that win. Is the yeah. real win.
2: Definitely agree. Yeah.
1: Uh, but what a weekend of sport as well. Excellent. I mean, as Bobby would say on his notes, "a uh, fine win for Europe in the Ridder Cup."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know how to say Europe.
1: Yeah, you know, you don't know how to spell it though. Uh, and uh, uh, another VAR controversy. Oh, God. You know when other people say they're exploring all options, mm. what does that actually mean?
0: I don't know because they're not over-
1: going to overturn the result or anything, are they?
0: No, I just
1: wondered what it meant. Like they don't give it up. Good job do they it? don't do that in rugby league, innit? Yeah. Like with the, with the which I'm going to come on to one of those in a bit, actually. Oh
0: right. Right, okay. um, I, heard they
2: asked for, I heard they've asked for the audio in the uh, between the referees now. Oh, dude, what are they trying yeah. to say? Oh, it's Liverpool now. Nah. Yeah, nah, mate. <laughs> they don't nah. give it
0: up, do they?
1: No, they don't. <laughs> no. Um, and the only other bit of sporting news from the weekend. Did you see a snooker? Uh, Ding Junhui. No. Uh, Ding Junhui got. Uh, he had to forfeit the first frame. Yeah, in his match, you know why? Because no. he turned up in a brown suit, and apparently the dress code was black, <laughs> and they they wouldn't let him play. And he had to send out to Matalan or something to go and get a black suit. And in the meantime, he was late for the match and lost the first frame. <laughs> really? <laughs> what does it matter? <laughs> uh-huh. that's brilliant. I like that. Did he win? now? Yeah, he won it there. He won four one. Know, he said he went. Unfortunately, the guy was playing, didn't play that well, so I was right. I was able to come back. Wow.
0: Imagine that. I know. Crazy. Yeah.
1: Anyway, what's on tonight? Well, what we've got on tonight is we've got a review of the um, uh, the quarterfinals, shall we say? Prelims. Prelims, yeah, we've got a review of that. <laughs> uh, uh, Boris has got his stats of the week. Uh, we've got a bit more of a discussion around the NRL uh, spectacular grand final. mm uh, we've got a talk to me about which we've put out on Twitter there this week for people. Uh, we've got a little bit of news, some extended news segments, and then we've got Brian uh, with us as well to preview the two uh, semi-finals this week. Brilliant! So we've got like a bit of a, a bumper edition. It is very bumperish. <laughs> There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan.
0: There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. Well if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties.
2: Yes, as you said there, Andy, we've got our first quarterfinals. Uh, obviously, as we know, Wigan and Catalans got the week off, which left us with four teams. And we'll start with the Friday night game, which is hull ir 20. Lee six,
1: yeah. That um, home advantage proved crucial in the end, Callum, didn't it? Yeah, Derek's not going to be happy, is he? No. Um, no, I think. Do you know what? And I think that was everything in the game. That I think once they got drawn at home, I think the you know the the, the favourites tag turned around completely. Mm. Um, and I don't really think from that moment. Personally, I didn't give Lee much of a chance, really, from that moment.
0: I don't know about much of a chance. I had um, all KR as as favourites. Mm. Um, If it had been the other way around and Lee at home probably would have had them favourites, I think it really did, sort of, it was almost the deciding factor on who who made it through, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Is it one game too many for Lee this season that, in the end, they've had a fantastic season and, in the end, was that just one one step too far for this year?
2: Possibly. I think, I think we've had. I think we've seen them have a real drop off since the Challenge Cup win. I don't know. <laughs> and we've said it before, haven't we? You know, have they been helped in this respect by a bad Leeds, a bad Warrington, a bad. Not a bad Salford, but again, a Salford who haven't made the playoffs. Three teams there, bad Hull, bad Huddersfield. Mm. You know, would they still be in this position if all them teams were on top a bit more? I'm not so sure, but look, they've had a good season. And, you know, you can go home and say that they've won the Challenge Cup final, which is, Mm. you know, incredible for a a first season back in Super League, really. I think that's what
1: people forget. Mm. This is the first season back, so... They haven't had a good season. They've had a, they've had an amazing season. Yeah, it's been we? incredible, hasn't it? Absolutely, for them. absolutely incredible for them. Um, I mean, if you have said before the season, "Oh, we're going to finish seventh and we're going to make the semis of the Challenge Cup," yeah, I think they'd have took that. You'd have yeah. took that. I think you know, but, but to, to go those couple of steps further, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they've had a fantastic season. Oh yeah, they?
0: it's been incredible for them. Um, you know, I did think that they looked a bit a bit tired, a bit weary in this game. Um, was it a step? One may possibly in the end. Um, it, I just think, like Bobby said, they've not really been the same team after they won the Challenge Cup. And they're not the first team to suffer from that. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, it's, it's really draining emotionally and physically, and you don't get a week off then, do you? Because you've played every game up until well, till yeah. you get knocked out. So yeah. it's uh,
1: it, it's tough. Yeah, I think. This game, um, I watched this game and I thought it hinged on two Ryan Hall moments, I think. Mm. The first one was the, the try that he got just before half time. It was 8 2. Yeah. And he got a try. Did he get it down or did Joe Miller get his hand underneath it? it? You see, it went up as a try and that's everything, isn't it? Yeah. Well, did he get it down? He
0: probably did, but I don't think it was. Clear cut from any of the angles, mm. so you would have to say no. So is that one of them again where if he sends it up no try, it's not given? No, it's probably not given. Um, I did think there was an angle from behind where it looked like the nose of the ball might have touched the ground, but mm. it was it was very difficult to see.
2: I think, the ref, I think the video ref summed it up when he said, obviously, he has insufficient evidence. As soon as he says that, then... There's not really much. Else. You have to go with the on-field call at that point, don't you? Yeah. But he has yeah.
0: to send that up as a try, don't he? You can't yeah, he has. send that
1: up as a no try. He's not yeah. got his body underneath, hasn't no. he? So if you don't get your body underneath, it's always going to be giving us a try because, you, like you just said, you would assume that yeah. perhaps the nose of the ball
0: nine nine and a half
1: times out of ten, it's something's hit the ground. It's mm. down in it, yeah. yeah. And then the other the other moment wasn't it was towards the end. Um last 15 minutes or so, where he stole the ball.
0: Yeah, yeah the one-on-one, yeah. 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 That And they got the right. penalty off it. Yes, they did, yeah. So that
1: made it 26, then, and that was the game, because 18-6 with Lee on the attack could have become 18-12. On, and then they have a that. real push and don't they? Yeah, and instead of that, it's 20 points to six, and the game's over, isn't it? Yeah. So two two real Ryan Hall moments, I think, in that game.
2: I actually thought the moment... I thought another moment or... Oh before the game was gone really was the the start of the second half as when he jumped mm-hmm. up to catch the ball and put it in touch and sam luckily touched down no more than a minute later a, a two score try at home to hulk away at hulk Kr shall we say in a in a playoff semi final is uh, quarter final shall we say is a big ask and i think that i think that was more of a turning point for me where he dropped the ball into touch
0: yeah Gareth o'Brien he's usually pretty um um, pretty good under the eyeball, but he was—I thought he was appalling on the night. Yeah, absolutely appalling. Yeah, like say he dropped the one straight from the kickoff, which put them, put them in front even further, and it really killed off the game less than a minute into the second half. Yeah. And the defending for that try was woeful. Mm. The the gap you could li- you could have literally drove a bus through it.
2: Yeah, that is true. It was very bad. Did you do you see anything
1: wrong with, uh, with the, um, Mikey Lewis tackle? Yeah, where he. Slam! I, don't, I can't remember who it was to be honest, but he slams someone O'Brien, into, I think. Was it O'Brien? I think so, yeah. He, he tackled him and then.
0: He's got of him by it. the scruff of his neck, hasn't he? And like slams him down yeah. into the ground and follows through with it. I just, It's like, what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing that for? No it's,
1: disciplinary for it or anything, though, was there?
0: No, nothing. And I thought with the way that things have been this year and it was right on his head, it just. It there was was no need, really, was there? No. Very un, unsavoury, wasn't it? Like yeah. it wasn't. There was just no need for it
2: seems seems very like you said, Colm, Everything with high tackles and HIAS this year and stuff. It it seems a bit of a weird one. Not only not to be penalised on the night, but then not to even get a warning. Mm. Makes yeah. you
0: think, though, if Gareth O'Brien had stayed down, holding his head, what would have happened? Yeah, mm. that's what all players, what most of the players, they'd do have, now.
1: There'd have been ten minutes in the bin for a start, and yeah. then some sort of disciplinary action, wouldn't
0: they? Yeah. But yet nothing, not even a citation. Oh. And after the some of the citations that we've seen yeah. this
1: season, that was more clear cut. I thought,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. Um, but another point for you. Uh, Obviously, uh, I think there's been a a couple of people mentioned this on social media this week. But I don't know if you've saw, I don't know if you have saw i do not know if you have seen it. But they announced the shortlist for Coach of the Year this year, didn't for this season, didn't they? Yeah. And one of the big. Uh, people missing was uh, again now you can add it to a semi-final to his record was Willie Peters mm. first year coach and he got him to the Challenge Cup final and now he's in a semi-final 80 minutes from Old Trafford and doesn't make the shortly could, How does could out... make
1: it look silly couldn't he? but my votes going to Paul Rowley so <laughs> I don't understand why he's on
2: it. Was <laughs> he...
1: They got close.
2: <laughs> well done for... To almost making the playoffs. Well, they got
1: nowhere near in the Challenge Cup fight, in the Challenge Cup, did they? No. Um, and uh, they, in the end, faltered, didn't they, for the, the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Um Despite being in a really good position at one point. Yeah. When it looked like they could have finished top three at one point.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: But... But, he's not, but again, what's he on the list for? I
0: don't know. Who picks them? I don't know. I'd love to know. Paul Rowley's mum.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if it's true, but I heard it was uh, the other coaches in the league. Really? I I heard some... I, I'm sure I saw somebody say I didn't... I, I don't know. I, I think it was just a, a passing comment on Twitter. I didn't actually read into it too much, but somebody said, I never knew that the coaches picked... Coaches' coach of the year why is he on it don't who's know. voted for him
1: i, I don't know weird I, it's strange isn't it because i would argue they've with the squad they've had maybe they've underperformed there's but, not a lot of depth
0: to it though is there and no there's, there's they've had a few injuries so <laughs> it's but, a good <laughs> but every team has injuries mm. yeah
1: but willie peters could make that that list look stupid
0: yeah, I think it's got to be probably Adrian Lamb, though, hasn't it? Um, from from the list. Yeah. You know, Matty um, Pete's done all right, but... Unless... You sort well, of expect it, don't you? And unless Willie yeah.
1: Peters goes one better now. Yeah, but he's, they're not going to just suddenly put him on the list, are they? No, that's what I mean. It's all, Yeah, but from that list, you mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: which is what I said. Yes. And to listen. <laughs>
2: Uh, anyway, moving on to our second quarterfinal, which was on uh, Saturday midday. It was Saints 16, Warrington 8.
0: This The same story for the... Uh, well, well, this is the fourth meet in the season, I think, between these two teams. And for three of them, it was like it was on Saturday. I thought Saints were pretty dominant. But just didn't see it off. Mm. The only one that they saw off was the first meeting when they played um, when Saints played at home and they they won thirty odd twelve or something. And that's yeah. when Saints
1: had backed against the wall a bit into yeah they had, had the academy
0: out or something.
1: Yeah, and they hadn't had a good start after the World Club Challenge, had mm. they? And, and were were faltering a bit, weren't they? And that was the. Probably the turning point of the season for Saints. Probably. But then the other the other three
0: games have all been really tight affairs, but really I always thought that Saints were well on top and should be out of sight. You know, after the first twenty minutes, I thought they should have been eighteen 0 up. Yeah. The no amount of breaks that they made. But I, I think they, they made sh- five breaks and converted one.
2: Yeah. I thought this should have been done by half time, like yeah. you said. I think Percival dropped the ball over the line. Yeah. Knowles had no support on him. Uh, there was uh, another one, I think another one got dropped near the line. It could have been easily, like you said, 18 24 by half-time, and it just yeah. wasn't.
1: Percival had proper custard gloves, didn't he, this week? First half he
0: did, yeah, he dropped, dropped two. He dropped one from running in at nine with no one was near him,
1: and then that one over the line. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought his handling was, was appalling. You said about the breaks, and you're right. Uh, does that again show that Saints lack of pace in attack? If you've made those breaks, you'd expect somebody to be on the shoulder, wouldn't you? And, and yeah. finish. Yeah. The only time they did make a break like that, and they got one either side, was late in the second half. And I think Mbai made the break, mm. and then the two either side of him overrun him.
0: Yeah. yeah, Does that
1: mean that they were faster than we think, or that Mbai really slow? <laughs> uh, probably probably <laughs> just that Mbai really slow. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> I, I, going back to that point, though, Andy, I think it's uh, I think it's key to mention that's where. Saints will start to regret points if they don't start taking that. And I know, obviously, we've said about the lack of pace in the team, but you know, it's probably what's made teams like Wigan so ruthless this year with French and Field and Wardle and Marshall backing up on your shoulder. It's quite easy to score tries when you've got that amount of pace on your shoulder. Into...
0: And, and the problem for Saints is they won't get five or six breaks like they did against Warrington. Against Catalan. No, no at all. So if you
1: make one, you've got to convert it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And that could be the downfall, couldn't mm, it? Yeah. Um, I did think, though, this was like like a, a proper game of Rugby League. Yeah. Rough, tough, no questions asked, no, nothing given. Yeah. You know, um, and I think sometimes, I think with these two teams, potentially it's a mental thing, as you've just said. Saints just, like, dominating, perhaps knowing that they're going to have the Over 80 minutes, there's something going to come for them. They're going to, in the end, wear them down. Yeah. And we know we're going to win, and that's their mentality. They
0: do love getting in an arm wrestle, don't they? Because they're really really confident that that they'll win that. Um, And I think that they've played at a really, really high
1: intensity for the last four or five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I thought... um, There was a much made before the game of the two full-backs, Wellsby and Dufty. Mm. Um, And I thought Wellsby showed that he was light years ahead of Dufty, to be honest with you. And and I thought he was the difference between the two teams.
0: Yeah, he was. He did a lot of good things, Uh, made a couple of breaks, got in the end of things. I think he put a couple of decent kicks in, that sort of stuff. And, and, And Dufty was, well, invisible.
1: Yeah. Which is good for England with the Test series coming up.
0: Yeah, brilliant. You know, um, he's he's the main man, isn't he? Mm. He's he's the poster child, isn't he?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, they'll have to pick a. Speaking of that one, dead quick, they'll have to they'll have to pick a new captain for that first test, won't they? Because George Williams won't be in it.
1: We have banned
0: him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's what's this? Why why you serve your suspensions in an international game I'll never ever know no, he's, he's got
1: he's got um he's got band playing for Warrington so surely that that should then go forward to the start of next year. Yeah exactly. Surely they'll find a way around it. Will it will there be a night's game that he could that he could have played in or, you know, something like before yeah, the first you, test. Yeah, you'd or, imagine so. Or will the yeah. appeal and then that'll suddenly it, become... It's almost as bad. You know, um, we win the appeal. I mean, the, the
0: the serving your bands in an international game is, <coughs> is almost as bad as being able to serve them in, for an academy game. Oh, which or, reminds me, congratulations <laughs> to, to to Wigan Reserves for winning their grand final. Without Bevan French. Without Bevan French and Cade Ellis. Yeah. You know, the other Um, one. How did they do it? Don't know. How did they do it? Don't know. (laughs) The the word miracle is often tossed about (laughs) these days.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, going back to the the Saints game, uh, one player that... Well, there was two, but we'll start with the first one. Um, Wormsley saw yellow in this game. He he was simbin for 10 minutes. He's not picked up any ban, so he is... Free to play against Catalan's uh, on Friday night. But I suppose the big question is, was it a yellow? I don't quite see what he did, really. Just
0: I don't know. I didn't really see him move his shoulder. He just sort of fell into Walmsley. yeah. yeah.
1: Not quite sure he's supposed to get out of the way of it. I didn't think either of them were a simbin, to be the, honest. The second one is what you'd probably term a secondary con- contact with the head from yeah, it comes
0: rolls off his shoulder, it, doesn't it, it?
1: It looks worse at first, yeah, at first run, yeah, alive, it looked at full speed, yeah. it looks worse than it was. Yeah, if you watch it back, it goes off the shoulder onto his head, yeah, and again, it's just a, it's, it's a really strong hit. It? Yeah, we seem we don't seem to like them anymore, do we? Like, really strong. Tackles,
2: no, however, cheers, Nick Fazard. <laughs> <laughs> however, I don't think you can not give Joe Bullock the yellow card after you've given no, Wormsley you can't. His yellow no, card. there's
0: no way you can't give Bullock his card after you've given the Walls yeah. one. But I didn't think either of them were a yellow card. No, I no. didn't. And sometimes
1: they put themselves in a corner like that, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the Walmsley one was baffling to me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I it's baffling to him by his expression going off the pitch. Just it doesn't even
0: move but they still find him two hundred and fifty quid though.
1: Yeah. yeah. What's that for? So if you haven't got a ban mm-hmm. and you've, you've like what have you actually been fined for? Exactly. So if you, what, if why it... are you buying the Buffy for next week's match if you panels? I'm not say panel because there'll be another one for an appeal. There's probably I don't know. three. So
0: I dunno. Dunno. It's a big spread, isn't it? <laughs> Tonga are coming now, aren't they? Yeah. Got to look good in front of the Tongans.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just a um, uh, quick shout-out, if that's okay on the game. Uh, I've been asked to just give uh, Dom McCormack a quick shout-out. Uh, Dom's a Saints fan, uh, wrote a, a book, The Last Days of Knowsley Road, uh, and he's produced some artwork uh, for from songs from the terraces uh, for if you're a Saints fan uh, go and check it out on, on Twitter um, and uh, uh, Dom's just asked him can we give him a, a shout out on the pod excellent so uh, there you go done it <laughs> just
2: <laughs> just before we uh, just before we leave the the, the, the Saints game uh, and, and do move on uh, I suppose it's definitely worth mentioning that while it's not his last but the day's finally come Callum James Roby will never walk out on the totally wicked stadium again.
0: Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? It's um you know, he's a legend of the game. No matter who you support, you know, he's the
1: goat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: Nice touch mowing him into the pitch as well. I thought that was quite clever
1: to then cover it up with the uh, oh that no, do the Betfred Super League logo. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he <laughs> had his shoulders and then like his his face was the Betfred logo. So <clears <clears <throat> yeah, <laughs> I can't work out whether it's television that I think I oh, would we'll put it there or whether the, or whether the ground staff are at fault for like thinking. Uh, we, I think it yeah. was
0: just more for people in the ground, wasn't? Because it? it was but, near the tunnel, wasn't it? Yeah, when they were coming out. So it was just nice of them to let them walk all over James Robey. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 well, I think that about wraps up the Super League quarterfinals um, ahead of this weekend's games where we'll see Saints take on Catalans and Wigan take on Hull KR.
3: it's
0: stats of the week yes stats of the week time hello <laughs> how many stats this week
2: got 5 okay got 5
0: that's not bad no it's not that's not bad
2: it's not um the uh, the first the stat stat number 1 is uh, <laughs> the the panthers have won a third consecutive grand final for the first time uh, since 1983.
0: Is that the Eels?
2: It was the Eels. They won 81, 82, 83. Mm. Okay. Exactly 40 years later, the Panthers replicate that with 21, 22, 23. Yeah. It's been done. <laughs> <laughs> uh Stat number two, uh, a little bit more of an out there one, is obviously uh, the the Panthers and the Broncos uh, made the grand final this year. Uh, It's the first time since 1966 that the two teams who met in the grand final also met in round one. Okay.
0: How many times?
2: Uh, First time since 1966.
0: Oh, right.
2: Okay. So it's been a while. Uh, Stat number three is Nathan Cleary has won his second Clive Churchill medal. Uh, He becomes the sixth player to win the award two or more times. And the last player to do so was Billy Slater. He won his in 2009 and then again in 2017.
1: All right, that's a big gap, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Impressive, that, really. Yeah. that You know, from yeah, yeah, yeah. that longer gap. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I think Cleary's was 21 and 23.
1: Mm. Not as impressive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, start number four is that, uh, as we've already mentioned, Saints beat Warrington this week. Uh, they have met, that was the sixth time they've met in playoffs uh, in Super League. Uh, and... They have each one three of them.
0: I thought um
2: I thought it was five nil. Well
0: I was gonna say that's what you said last week. No.
2: Yeah, they've uh, that was the third win the Saints have had in playoffs.
1: Well one of yours is lying. Yeah. Well let's let's find out.
2: Yeah. Well, you can do because <laughs> it's not me. Can you
1: report back next week, please, Callum?
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's 7-2. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, also, um, when, you, when you, I, I kind of forget about this one, but Warrington were the last team to beat Saints in the playoffs back in 2018. Mm. Kind of forget about that a little bit because they've been so dominant over the last four years. Mm. That when Tom Lynham scored. Yes. Yes, it was. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and my last stat uh, is uh, a little bit of good news for super league this season uh, it's been it's been revealed that the across the league this year uh, we've seen an average attendance of about 9620 across the 27 games uh, it's only the fifth time since 1996 that we've averaged above 9000 um, however, uh, the attendances are 10% up on 2022.
1: Good. That, I mean, that's good. <clears throat> I think there's a couple of things for that. I think one is perhaps the world is getting back to normal after COVID. Yeah. And mm. I think more people are, are doing things that they did pre-COVID, if you like. So more people are going, getting out to different things. Yeah. Games included. And I think that the league itself has lent itself this year to... Uh, people going watching because it's been it's been so close and so exciting for for a lot of the games. Yeah, there's yeah. not been that many games that haven't mattered, so to speak. If that if that makes sense.
0: No, that's true.
1: So I think there's a I think there's a double whammy there. I think on that,
0: but it's good to see. I think having more um, Saturday Sunday games is out as well. Yeah, Rather yeah. Stupid Thursday games. Yeah,
2: and I think what Lee have done over the season, like you were mentioning in the past, with the pre. Pre-game mm. entertainment, I think that's probably drawn a few people. Well, that that them. would have
0: made a difference altogether because it was Toulouse last season. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, so yeah that's, that's true.
1: Yeah, so that would have been. So it'll be interesting for next season.
0: Yes, if we'll, it's looking like Featherstone, isn't it, instead yeah. of Wakefield, which might not be too dissimilar, too dissimilar, to be honest.
1: So, yeah, but it'll be. If that's not dissimilar, then it'll be a more of a realistic Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So lose won't be there and Lee will be in for a second season. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just make sure that if it is Featherstone, you buy your beer in the ground.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna get hammered.
3: <laughs> <sighs> and, and that's it, that's the <laughs> both went two yeah. ways. <laughs> 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 and
2: that's it, that's that's the week. Excellent
4: you call that a knife this is a knife
2: that's not a knife that's a spoon yes it's time for the NRL and there's only one game this week because it was their grand final Uh, and we're going to discuss that in a bit more detail as Andy said at the start Uh, first it was the the Panthers 26 (laughs) and the Brucos 24 (laughs)
0: Bombed it big time, didn't he, the Brucos? Do you feel sorry for him? Not really. A little bit, but not really. Did you want him to win? Yeah, I wanted him to win. Just, I think, just because of my hatred of Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't really like some of the players, and it makes me hate the whole team.
2: Like Jerome Luai. Yeah,
0: he's a little grubbin'.
1: You see the he's... social
2: media oh. posts after?
0: Yeah, he's just an ass. Was it Was it Reese Walsh he had in his... yeah. yeah. It was in a pram or something. Or it's like Carrying I think around. there was a picture of Luai and I don't think it's his kid or whatever this right. kid, and he'd Photoshop Reese while she's face onto the kid.
1: Right. Classless, isn't it? Yeah. I think only started playing well once he'd gone off. I think I'd have kept my mouth shut to be honest. That's true. That's true. But the the <laughs> I mean the first That's like if you're in the Ryder Cup and you, you get like half a point yeah but then you're jumping in the lake and everything or you don't get any points you've lost all your matches but you're jumping in the lake with all you know with all the others I'd just stay on dry land you know? uh, wouldn't you fair enough stay in your lane home. it's like a substitute keeper at the World Cup <laughs> yeah
2: I, uh, I, I do feel a bit sorry for Ezra Mam though I mean it's going at trick in an NRL grand final and go away on the losing side it's got to sting a little bit on it that? and then
1: don't make the kangaroo
2: squad <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get in over Munster, though, are you? No, true. True. Um, but what a game. What a oh, game. yeah, I mean, the, the, to be honest, I thought the first half was a bit crap. Well,
1: do you know what? They're going on, aren't they, about this is the greatest game of rugby league ever and things. It's not, is it? No. It's not. It's it's a magnificent one-man display for the last 20 minutes of the game. Mm. I think... It was. I think it was because before that he was outshone by Walsh.
2: Yeah,
0: I actually thought he was pretty quiet. Walsh. Yeah, but but that's he's the man, isn't he? That's yeah. what they've got to do. To they've got to keep him quiet, and I think they did it. I think he had one break, half a break. He did yeah. a couple of nice mm. things, but they, they they did pretty well. They kept him relatively quiet. Yeah. But Ezra Marm and his footwork was unbelievable. Yeah. Did, I mean, he he broke Nathan clear his ankles. Like, he just left him in a heap on the yeah, ground.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you see what Reece Walsh said to that Penrith fan before the final? When he was walking through, like, the streets of Sydney or whatever? Get out of mm. my way? No, he was just walking through and some fans shouted at him that Moses Leota was going to take his head off. Reece Walsh replied with, I'll take your mum's head off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> uh.
1: Good line, isn't it? I like that. I like that. Um did you see Ivan Cleary's comments after the game as well that um um that he said that the World Club Challenge last year really hurt them and they wanted to have another goal to put it right to to get the the piece of silverware that they were missing. Yeah. That's good yeah. to see.
2: Yeah, no, it's great, yeah. I think uh I think they will as well. I think last year's heartbreak, I think will spur them on. Yeah, I don't think anyone... I'd, be, I'd love for Super League to win it again, but I just can't see anybody... And especially if they make us go back over to Australia. Mm-hmm. I can't see anybody doing that again to the Panthers. I think last year's heartbreak will just, re, like you said, egg them on more. Yeah.
1: I watched uh, the highlights just to, just as a recap um, for the pod of Hulk, Aaron Lee. And the first comment on YouTube was, what a game either of these two teams would destroy Penrith.
0: <laughs> For Hulk, <laughs> KR and Lee. Yeah, that oh That was the dear. first comment.
2: Dear me. <laughs> Oh
1: no. Oh God.
2: <laughs> uh, speaking of your, just going back to that game, speaking of your, uh, you said about one man, and a one man display with 20 minutes to go, which uh, obviously was Nathan Cleary. Uh, did you see the news come out today about Nathan Cleary? Uh, in the 10th minute, he did his MCL. Right, so he played seventy minutes in the grand final with a with a torn M, with a torn MCL. I
1: don't I don't think it had been torn.
2: Oh, he, well, he's out anyway. He's, he, yeah, he's going to miss the Kangaroos tour. Oh, it. is he? Yeah. Right. So it's not good for him either way.
1: Okay, well, he's put in the squad.
2: Yeah, they, they have named him. I thought that when I saw it because they had named him. that
1: bad. So he's tweaked it. Yeah. Wow. Well.
0: I mean, tweaked it. Well, I mean, can we talk about his last 15 minutes or so? It was an unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely unbelievable. He makes the break for the, uh, was it Leota try? Yes. Yeah. Throws the dummy, makes the break, gives it back to Leota on the inside. Brilliant. Then he kicks yeah. a 40-20. Which was a 30-10. Yeah, which was an unbel- at, the, at the time of the game and everything. Mm. He kicks a 40-20. Then he gets the assist for the Crichton try. Yeah. and then scores the winner himself and the, the winning try.
1: He had nowhere to go. No, there was nothing on. Did you, did you think at that point? So it becomes uh, what score did it become? It Become twenty four twenty, didn't it? Mm, yeah. There's about thirteen minutes to go at that point. Did you get a feeling of uh, inevitability? I can't even say it, but at that point, that like it was gonna the Broncos at some point would would give in. They would. They would concede again did you think it was like this is a matter of time when they
0: got the Leota one I was like they need to hang on for a bit here yeah because and if they don't mm. the the I mean the Panthers mm. they've been the best team all year they've been the best team for the last three
1: years and the 40-20 then changed the game didn't yeah. it yeah
0: yeah and then that was it then once the once the Crichton got his try I was like they're gonna get another yeah,
2: yeah. that was the same
1: because he had nowhere to go on that. And he sees the tiniest gap, steps back inside, the 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 line's a little bit ragged because mm. they're tired. Yeah. Um Adam Reynolds has come in for a lot of stick as well.
0: I just think that's unfair.
1: Is, is he coming for stick because Cleary was that good?
0: No. And it's his I opposite just, number. Um No, I think that I think what it is is there's that much pressure on him to be a leader and to almost be a coach when he's on the field mm. that when they don't win he's the first person they look at yeah and the fact that they were that far in front and didn't come away with the win i think he he's just the scapegoat for it really which is unfair
2: did you see that the the nrl made adam reynolds apologize this week as well because uh, he didn't congratulate penrith in his uh and I do
1: made him apologise.
0: No, he
2: yeah. got
1: he got criticised for it, didn't he?
2: But he, he then came out and apologised, oh, though. Yeah, but
0: what, that's the NRL making him apologise, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah! It's not he's, not, he's
1: not read it proper again, has
0: he? He could no. work for some of these news outlets, <laughs> saying, <laughs> couldn't he? Making up stories. <laughs> of Rugby League. <laughs>
2: well, I... Serious about Rugby I did, League. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> summer. I did read it properly, and it did say that they made him, so didn't know I'll find it right, I'll find, it. find, find it. it I right. will find it I will <laughs> I will find it
0: but, um, do you blame Adam Reynolds there because I don't not at all and I think he, uh, I, think he, he I don't think he was 100% because he obviously got that knocked anywhere he, he did the splits didn't he? he he like got his toe stuck in the ground and yeah. he was holding his hip and yeah to which the commentators were like he's torn his groin torn his groin oh no he's up yeah. he? <laughs> and then kicked <laughs> all his goals yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, he was obviously not hundred percent after that, but
1: so so to wrap this up, what I want to do for you is because now they're talking about uh, Nathan Cleary being the greatest number seven ever, aren't they? Yeah, I've seen people comparing him to uh, Joey Jones. Okay, stuff so this, I'm, g- yeah. I'm going to let you do that. I'm going to. I've got four half four number sevens here, right? And I want you to put them in your order, right? And let's see where he let's let's see where he ends up. Okay, Nathan Cleary. Right. Cooper Cronk. Right. Jonathan Thurston. Yeah. Andrew Johns. Ugh. You could go through. There's a few more you could go, but they're the ones that I've, they're the ones that.
2: Who was it? Sorry? Cleary, Cronk, Thurston.
1: Johns. I'd probably go. Is this top to bottom or bottom to top? Top
0: to bottom. Okay. Thurston, Johns, Cleary, Cronk.
2: Are we? Yeah, I think I'm actually in the same. Thing. I think I I I wasn't really around to see John's play at probably his peak. So yeah, I'd probably put Thurston at first for me because I think Thurston is probably the greatest seven I've seen. So hmm. yeah, I, I think I'm with Callum on that one. Thurston, John's Cleary, Cronk. Yeah,
1: hmm. I'm going Thurston, Cronk, John's Cleary.
2: You put Cronk in second.
1: I think he's massively massively underrated. I think he was an absolutely phenomenal player. Cooper Cronk. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. And if I didn't have him second, I'd have him third. But I uh, I probably might have him, it, but it's just my personal preference. Mm. And probably because like you've probably seen more of Cooper Cronk.
0: Yeah. I like I just like the way Nathan Cleary plays to be honest. Yeah.
1: It's probably too early. He's well, only that's 25. The that's the thing. Ask again in five years and let's see then. Yeah, exactly. Because he might be number one in five years. He could yeah, be. true. And I tell you what, if he is number one, and if he is number one above JT, then uh, wow, he has been some player, hasn't he? Because mm-hmm. I think he's the he's the best I've seen like that.
2: Didn't Kronk play a grand final with like a broken scapula or something?
1: Yeah, was that 2019? Yeah.
2: played the full game with it, didn't he? Yeah. That's phenomenal, He yeah, did it man. the
0: week before, didn't he? And he just pretty much coached the team around on the pitch yeah. and didn't really touch the ball at all. That's yeah. all right, no,
1: he did, yeah, you're right. He had a broken spatula, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> broken spatula. Did it in the kitchen the night before, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Good God <laughs> Terrible. <clears throat> I think does that wrap us up for the NRL? Yeah, I was waiting
1: for Callum to press some buttons, but you was too busy writing <laughs> something down, so yeah. Oh, why is it on me? Hey, because you've got the machine, fingers. Right. What's your part? I'm writing stuff. Speak, Phil. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's it. Then we've finished the NRL. That's it. What's next?
0: Uh, this. Would you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? Would you? What you talking about? <laughs> Yes, talk to me about uh, this week. And with just following on from the uh, NRL NRL Grand Final, obviously the Broncos will be would have been desperate to reverse that loss to a win. So it got us thinking about Super League teams and other teams and about your team. So we put it out on Twitter about which game would you most like to flip the result for? And we put it out there on Twitter. And Andy, I think you've got some of the replies.
1: Yeah, some good ones. Um, So uh, our Wigan correspondent, uh, Johnny Ashey, And Rob Wood have both picked the 2020 Grand Final. Um, Or uh, Johnny Ashey also mentions 2014 as well. But they've both gone for 2020, which was the Jack Welsby last second touchdown, wasn't it? I imagine there'll be quite a few Wigan fans picking Mm. that one. Picking that one, yeah, definitely. Uh, Wrench uh, says he's a Warrington fan, obviously, and he says the... The the Challenge Cup final, uh, was it 2018? Sorry, Catalans. Uh, Yes, uh, Catalans 20, Warrington 14. Um, Because history was made in that, wasn't it, with Catalans winning? Yes. It's no consolation to (laughs) wrench.
0: No, no, I don't think that'll make him feel any better. They did come back the year after and win it, though, didn't they? They did, yes. So they probably. They lost one they should have won and probably won one that they should have lost. <laughs> so there you go, wrench it all evens out. There you go. Think about rug, that. Yeah, think <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: every cloud. <laughs> every cloud. She had to wait twelve months after yeah. all.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe he's only got to wait twelve months before they win the league. Shall, shall I move on? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh Phil Rogers. Uh Phil's first taste of final defeat was 1990, and it was the Lancashire Cup final. Now, that's something that should be brought back. The County Cups, Lancashire and Yorkshire Cup, they were ace. I know, but they already played loads of games. I know, they oh, never would, I'm just saying, it should. Be, they'd be brilliant.
0: No, uh, no, it would be good. It was a
1: big deal, you know,
0: to I win I know, am not saying it's not, it would be good, but <clears> they <throat> just never will. I know, but
1: it's like a campaign, isn't it? <laughs> <We're> getting started. <laughs> um. And uh, Salford were beaten in 1990 by a Martin of Fire inspired witness. 2418. Phil said, "I wonder whatever happened to him." Mm. Don't know. We'll never know. Never Phil. Know. <laughs> we'll never know. You, is he still like Jonathan Davis? Is he still like making a living off rugby league? Don't know. Don't know what he does.
2: He was an agent have, at one time, wasn't he? I have seen
1: he? him on. Challenge Cup stuff, I think, but only sort of briefly. He was an agent at one time, wasn't he, for a, for a while? I don't know if he still does that or not. I don't know. But, uh,
0: yeah. I don't
1: know. Anyway, they, he beat the. He. he Widness beat uh, Salford, so Phil wants to take that one back. Mm, fair enough. Uh, Bry from Six again still has nightmares around the grand final in 2009, uh, which Leeds beat Saints 1810. Uh, with an obvious offside try from Lee Smith. Oh, is that from the was it a grubber or something? Yeah, a kick. Yeah, yeah. And it changed the game, I think, didn't it? That one. I think yeah. it like put Leeds in front. I think, if I remember rightly. Yeah, or it um, saw it off. Yeah. He was. He was. Uh, I mean, he wasn't. He was offside, you know. Not like, um, not like that Liverpool player at weekend, <laughs> but like he was offside, was not he? <laughs> Yeah, no apology from the RFL though. No, you know? um, <laughs> Saints are exploring all possible options still about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, must be a Scouse thing. <laughs> 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 oh
0: dear. Right,
1: uh, Steve Orford, our Saints correspondent. He's picking. He's gone even further back than Phil, and he's gone back. To the Challenge Cup final of 1987, which was Halifax versus Saints, mm. and I think it was 1918 for Halifax. Saints were massive favourites on that day, um, and then uh, I think, if I remember rightly, it was Halifax were inspired by they had Wilf George on the wing, they had Graham Eady, uh Chris Anderson, I think played. They were a really good team. Halifax at that point, they'd won the they think they won the league round about that time as well. Mm. Uh, in the sort of like mid to late 80s as well but they were still um, uh, they were still underdogs on that day Uh, and I remember Mark Elia the Saints centre for uh, New Zealand uh, going over the line and Pendlebury John Pendlebury knocked the ball out of his hand Um, and that would have given Saints the trophy Mm -hmm. Uh, so Steve picks that one thanks for that Steve Uh, James Perling welcome to James Uh, James is a Hull Kingston Rovers fan and James so said he's quite a lot over the last 45 years. Yeah. Um, but he's gone for this year's Challenge Cup final.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: He's gone for the, uh, the recent one, 17-16. Yeah. Um, and I thought, but then I was thinking about this, right, before when he said it. Because originally I was thinking about the, the million-pound game. <clears throat> yeah. With a with Salford, yeah, the, with Gareth O'Brien's drop goal? The fifty-nil against Leeds. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that was a bad one, wasn't it? Yeah, can't remember what year it was. It was... About 2015, 2016, was it 2015 something like that. 15. 15. Yeah, something like fifteen or sixteen. Leeds went
2: back to back, so yeah, it was fifteen to beat in fourteen. Right. right.
1: Um, the million pass, but then I think did the million did stay did a spell in the second in the second tier. Has that helped make Hull KR the team they are now? Possibly. Mm. So will that help Wakefield? Um. Yeah. Maybe. I
0: think Wakefield are going in the right direction anyway with the new mm. ground and all that. Um, and it's
1: happened to Salford. It's happened to Huddersfield. Yeah. It's happened to Hull KR. Yeah. It's not. Sometimes it's not quite the disaster, is it? That. Mm. It seems at the time. Maybe not. Bradford... Oh, no. Right, I'll move on. (laughs) Um, Steve McNichol. uh, As Cass fan, Uh, Steve wants to reverse the 2017 Grand Final. Uh, Yeah. 24-6. Because Cass had won the league leader's shield, hadn't they?
0: By a mile. Mm. They 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 were head and shoulders against uh, uh, above everybody that year. I think they got
2: the highest amount of uh, you know like the, the points between the top first and second yeah
1: no Saints did that a few years
2: ago yeah. oh did they yeah did well they beat yeah,
1: Torres um, right. yeah. you know. well, the the Saints in that they beat Saints in the semis didn't they with a Luke Gale, Golden Point yeah drop goal yeah uh, but then then if, uh, they had the controversy
0: around um, Zach Hardacre getting banned oh they? was that
1: the Zach Hardacre yeah the
0: uh, <sighs> his drugo yeah and then he, he didn't play in the grand final
1: well laughing at? I've got a cold, I was just sniffing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so was Zach Hardacre. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, and that was uh Uh that all that stuff really disrupted them, didn't it? Yeah. Mm.
2: And you could tell. Yeah. Danny Maguire was brilliant on the day, but yeah, you could you yeah, could he tell. Was. At, yeah. You could tell that, that was that was what killed Castleford, really. Yeah.
1: Mm. Uh Louise, uh Louise Woodward Styles, our, our uh, Salford correspondent. Hello Louise and she's she wants to reverse the 2019 Grand Final uh which Warren, uh, which Salford sorry had, had made for the first time but they went down 23-6 to Saints. Yeah I mean it
0: was a big ask wasn't it? Because that was the year that Saints were I think that was the year that they won the league by record amount of points and oh, they were just scoring points for fun
1: they were just they were dominant she did say that she did think about the Challenge Cup Final around the same time oh yeah but there was nobody there to watch right so she picked this one so that the fans could be able to en- yeah, enjoy it enjoy it yeah. yeah yeah
0: no it's um it would have been massive for them but uh, yeah. they were
1: never going to win it really no. and mm-hmm. the last one is a good one for you Is an interesting one this is from Pad, who is a Leeds fan, and he's picked the 2010 Super League playoffs, but the semi-final, okay, against Wigan, because if they'd have beat Wigan, Pad says they'd have gone on to win another one, six in a row, or six, uh, six, whatever it was.
2: What have been four six, in a row? But, uh, five
1: in six. Five and six, but five against Saints, right? Because they'd have beat Saints in the final, yeah, and uh, they got beat in the semis. off Wigan. Right. Just seems a bit greedy to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll say it's had a pretty good team that year. Yeah. So like Cunningham, I think that was his
2: final year. Yeah. Yeah, Wouldn't have been a walk in the park by any means. Yeah.
1: There you go. Mm. So that's that's interesting. Interesting when people pick semis I think there was because obviously finals just stick in their mind straight away. Yeah. Semis perhaps are, um, Mm. you feel a little bit more, uh, you know, you've got another hurdle to go, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I think the two I'd pick, um, from a completely sort of neutral stance, if you like, um, would be the two semi-finals (coughs) from the 13 World Cup with the Sean Johnson try, where Kevin Sinfield ran out the line and then just got, step round like he weren't there and oh, then he likes running and then the 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 one just gone when we lost to Samoa I'd go for that one
2: yeah that was because heartbreaking I, I, and
0: I genuinely think we'd have had a, a, a chance a better chance against Australia in the one just gone yes than definitely. in 2013 I agree but at the time the 2013 one was was devastating
1: because they actually battered New Zealand in the final that year. Yeah. I think it was about 34-0, I think. Yeah, they, they, they spanked them. Yeah. Like, we
0: the, would never have won that, but... This year we had yeah. a chance.
1: I, I think we had a chance.
2: The 2017 one was, uh, was a close one. The only yeah, six now, that's a there. good one. Yeah, yeah. The the one. yeah, the final. One, yeah, in, know, five, in the final in now.
1: Australia. Take away um, take away the ankle tap on Callum Watkins. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what would have happened. Yeah.
0: And to do it in Australia. It would have been even better.
1: Actually, I've changed my mind to that one. Yeah. I think the Samoa one this year, I think if we'd have got to the final and managed to beat which is still a tall order. Yeah. To beat Australia. Um but if we had have done, could have done who knows what good for the game in this country. Yeah,
0: that's what I was thinking, you know, if we'd have, if we'd have got to the final and won. We probably wouldn't have done, but we'd have had a better chance than we would 2013, 10 years earlier, like we said. Yeah, definitely. But I'm actually going for the 2017 World Cup final because if we'd have won it in Australia, it's like,
1: ha, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, So there you go. So that was talked to me about. Excellent. That was good, that. And thank you for everyone's contribution to that because uh, uh, there, there was some, uh, brings up some memories That doesn't it? Yeah. And we had from 1987 to 2023 in those. Excellent. There you go. Very good. Well, there's no jingle for this bit. so... Oh, news. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't have it. Can you just do like the Alan Partridge bit where he goes, "Go on, I'll let Bobby you do will it." Probably it. go on. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just some bits of news this week. Um brilliant month of coming up of International Rugby League this week uh, this month should I say um, and, and amazingly Australia are playing some matches can't believe it can I, you? you you can't believe it no
0: wait
2: Mal Meninga's got to do a job
1: he's had to play more than one match yeah
2: oh my god
0: I think he's hired, I, I heard that he's doing everything he can to get it called off
1: <laughs> well there's a, Is that,
0: there's that a, that um, a busy year
1: aren't it? there's a specific championship in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so those specific nations. Um, so you've got uh, Australia versus Samoa in Townsville. Uh, there's PNG versus the Cook Islands. Uh, and I think they're showing all these on Sky as well, by the way. The, this, oh, that's this, good. This, this, this Nations tournament. I think oh, they're showing them all, which is great. Uh, in Sydney, there's Malta versus Chile. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that. in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, Germany versus the Netherlands. Uh, New Zealand versus Samoa. These are all through October, obviously. Uh, Fiji versus the Cook Islands. How and, can Germany and Malta get an invite, but we don't? Oh, it's not into that. They've got
0: their own. They've got their own.
1: Oh, I'm with you. Right. They've got their I'm own f- little tournament. Right. Right. Otherwise, when you say
0: that was in Sydney, I thought it was part. Oh, of Oh no! That.
1: Sorry, they're just playing it in right, Sydney. Right. Right. Um, Aus- do you know what Australia aren't playing any Test matches in Sydney? Do you know what they've played? uh, Two test matches in Sydney in the last thirteen years, crazy that, and one in the last ten, crazy. And they're not playing again in Sydney, right? Unbelievable, isn't it? Really, yeah. But Malta and so Malta and Chile have played as many matches in ten years in Sydney as Australia (laughs) have. Um, uh, New Zealand and Samoa. uh, We've got the three test series coming up. Yes. Against Tonga, which we'll be doing special pods on, won't we, throughout? Yes. Um, We've got Fiji versus the Cook Islands uh, in Port Moresby. Uh, We've got... Also, you said about uh, Malta and and that, adding to they've played as many matches in Sydney. Add to that list the Philippines, because they're playing Malta in Sydney. (laughs) So
2: did you say Fiji are playing PNG, did you say? Yes. Do you think? Do you think the PNG?
1: Uh, no, you did. So, explain. Fiji and Cook Islands. What in, in PNG? Yeah. Oh, Why? Okay. Uh it must be part. It's obviously part of that uh, series, isn't it? Oh right, yeah. right. Sorry,
2: I thought you said PNG had a game.
1: Uh, PNG did. I, I did mention PNG before, didn't I? How oh, did they're you? They're playing. Yeah, they're playing the Cook Islands in Port Moresby. Oh,
2: okay. So they'll welcome the Cook Islands team as well as they did the Australia team. Or, mm,
1: well, <laughs> <laughs> probably not
2: that was insane by the way um i
0: think there's a joke yeah about cooking cook. <laughs> cook <laughs> Island, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's why
0: we've invited yeah. you
1: <laughs> <laughs> kevin iroh on a spit roasting yeah. round <laughs> uh, oh dear. um yeah australia versus new zealand that's in melbourne uh png versus fiji and then the, then the Pacific Cup final, uh, England Tonga. Uh, there's women's internationals. There's wheelchair internationals. Uh, there's also in November Norway versus Greece in Norway. Ooh, pod trip. <laughs> <laughs> and the, Jamaica versus the USA. All right, so there's plenty happening then, isn't there? Uh, England v France wheelchairs. There's all sorts going on this, this month, yeah. Yeah, there's even Serbia versus Greece women.
2: Hell, they get that French ref back for that wheelchair game. That'd be brilliant.
1: <laughs> He's been banned, him, hasn't he? Yeah. But yeah. Well, so I'll move on to that then. So, a brilliant month coming up for international rugby League. It's Fantastic, yeah, that's isn't it? so there'll yeah. be lots to watch over October and first half of November. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, I'll go on to that though because next Tuesday on BBC Four, I think it's called uh, Made of Steel. There's a a documentary which goes behind the scenes of the England v France wheelchair uh, World Cup final. All right, okay. And it goes behind the scenes, which I think will be fantastic viewing, considering what happened. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's yeah. on BBC Four. I think next tu- next Tuesday. All right, brilliant. brilliant. That'll so, be good. Uh, that's that's on next Tuesday. Um,
2: wait, you say it was on BBC Four? Sorry. Yes. So they can watch it on BBC iPlayer after they've listened to yes. us. Oh, not, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you don't have to miss yeah. the pod to no, watch. No, don't, don't miss the pod, no. Yeah, don't so don't listen to us and then watch it on And then watch it on the iPad. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just check
1: it. Absolutely, in. yeah. And why wouldn't you? Like yeah. yeah. Um Yeah. Future surrounding Brodie Croft. Um, it looks as though... The, the the bigger issue for this, Leeds have put apparently put an offer in today, haven't they? Because he was supposed to be going somewhere else earlier in the week, wasn't he? Lee. Lee. And then, which I thought was an absolute disgrace... From Sky, um, the way that they asked Paul Rowley about it there and then, yeah, he was just the the the, the guest. studio guest. Yeah, what about it? What about it, Paul? I don't know. <laughs> First, of it embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> Terrible, right? I
2: send him a quick text when I'm asking, are you going to Leeds?
1: <laughs> um no. but apparently that today he's going to Leeds.
0: And they put a six-figure offering. I can't see him leaving Salford for anywhere other than the NRL.
1: The worrying thing is, it looks like he's leaving Salford. Mm. And when I say worrying, it's worrying for Salford that it looks like they're needing to sell him to get some money. Yeah, it doesn't look good for them. No, no. and that's, that's what I would say is the more worrying aspect of that news.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, I suppose slightly more worrying than that is... Weren't they asking fans for shares or to buy in or something to do with money into the club? So where's...
1: Well, the fans were saying it was a robust business plan, weren't they?
2: So where's yeah. all that? Where's all the money they were asking for... Don't know. Three months ago or whatever it was? I don't know.
1: So it's, wor- it's a worrying time for Salford and in, and therefore for Super League. Yeah. yeah. So I hope that gets resolved. Um, for a good outcome for Salford, really. Yeah. Um. That one. Uh, yes. Um, Brodie Croft, uh, have you seen something going down at Oldham? Have you seen the news from Oldham today? They have approaching for their new head coach? No. Sean Long. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. So go on the Josskins. <laughs> They're, uh, is that the nickname? I think so. Um, but yeah, they... Uh, yeah, apparently uh, in the frame to have Sean Long as a head coach. Right. I thought he was going to Warrington as an assistant. I don't know, I might I mean
2: I thought he was going to Wakefield as an assistant. Well Craig Lingard's been doing
0: be
1: Craig Lingard's been doing bits of
2: everything, oh, haven't he?
0: Yeah. He's been head coach. No, actually, at... yeah, if the part time. him. Yeah. Yeah, he might be able to do both. So there you go. So yeah. there's that.
1: Uh a good one last couple to finish with. Uh Castleford have signed uh, Sylvester uh, Namo, Namo, not quite sure how to pronounce it, but it's N-A-M-O, Namo, not Nemo, Finding Namo. Right. Right. But they've <laughs> they've signed him uh, from PNG. Um, and his comment was, he's uh, he's heard that uh, he's coming to Castleford, he's heard, he's heard that the fans are crazy here, and he can't wait to sample it. Okay. Right? Now, bear in mind, he's from Papua New Guinea. Can't help thinking he's going to be disappointed with well the fact. I mean, they're absolute crackpots, aren't they?
2: They're fans.
1: Like when we saw him like greeting Australia off the bus the other week, he's not going to get that in Castleford, is he?
2: Maybe he watched like the Andy last sitting and was like, (laughs) "That's crazy, (laughs)
1: man." (laughs) (laughs) Where he's got ten of them waiting outside the outside the stadium for him. Yeah. So By the way,
2: you just you just know the first game he doesn't perform well, it's going to be Finding Narmo, don't yeah. you? You just know that's going to come up at some point exactly. next season.
1: Yeah. Um, <coughs> And there had one more bit of news. Oh, Lee have brought out an advent calendar. Oh, have they? Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to tell me what's behind the window on the first. Derek. What's behind the window on the second? Derek. Derek's Lambo. Yeah. <laughs> the third? Derek's Derek's Lam- suit. <laughs> yeah, I have
3: to say Derek's suit.
1: The fourth? Derek with
2: the Challenge Cup. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Derek's hoodie. The fifth? Derek's hoodie, yeah. <laughs> and so on.
2: <laughs> Derek's TV. <laughs> yeah.
1: Number six, Derek with Scouting for Girls. <laughs>
0: seven Derek with (laughs) tapow
1: so anyway so uh, yeah that's Lee's advent calendar (laughs) which they brought that out
2: (laughs) oh my god could you imagine very good I almost want to buy it now just to
1: just to see
0: yeah just to see how many Derek pictures are on from one to twenty four
2: just get a different Derek every day
1: yeah please if you do buy this calendar please let us know about Derek's advent calendar Please. Oh God. That'd be so good. <laughs> That'd be so good. What's behind the window? Brilliant. And that was that's that's all the bits of news that I've got. Excellent. <laughs> so excellent. Um, right, so
0: that leads us nicely into our last. Segment which is obviously the the preview the the predictions league is done and dusted but we have still got Brian just so he doesn't get lonely during the off season yeah. you know similar to like the the dogs that dogs are not just for Christmas well Brian's just not for the season okay <laughs> a bri for life yeah a bri for <laughs> life so here we go Brian are you there
4: new new boys yeah, new Brian how are we Sam doesn't even want a bri for life <laughs>
1: Uh, we'll we okay. T- we'll
4: take that mantle, Brian. We'll take it on. <laughs> I thought I think you'll take the mantle, them yeah. two will just laugh
2: at you yeah, right <laughs> enough, <yeah.
4: laughs> Are we
1: okay? Yes, we're good, thank you, mate. Good. Um we are back on Brian, obviously, because to finish the pod tonight we uh we must preview the two semis that
2: are coming we look, Bobby, mustn't we? Yes, and the first one is on Friday night. And it's live from the south of France. It's Catalans taking on St. Helens.
0: Sold out
1: now, I believe. Is it really? Mm. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, really good. That's brilliant. Saints have got over 500 going, I think, which at short notice I think is fantastic, really.
0: Excellent. Yeah, really good.
1: Really good support that, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, I think, Bri, this all comes down... Well, let, let's bill it as... Let's bill it as the uh, Last Chance Saloon. Uh, Robit and LMS against Tomkins and Pierce.
4: Yeah, it is, isn't it? That's exactly what it is. Um, this is hard, this game to call, isn't it? it, it, it I don't know where to start with it. It, it. Well, that was good getting Brian there, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, Saints, Saints, you know what? Saints have what? What have they want now? Ten in, uh, ten in a row, ten games on the spin. Yeah. Um, but they can't attack. Well, they can, but they just can't finish the attacks off. And mm-hmm. they seem a bit, they seem a bit toothless at times. And then they start throwing the ball about like they used to do, and they seem to get a bit more, get a bit more momentum from from that. Whereas Catalan, they've basically turned into Saints. Other than the Wigan game, they've, they can attack, they can defend, they'll hit you from anywhere. We, we've said last two seasons, like it's been hard to pick a best player for St. Helens because there's been so many standouts. Like People like Johnny Lomax go under the radar of a good game because he's Johnny Lomax. But then you'd have someone like Sidden and who'd have a good game and he go under the radar because of the performances. And Catalan have seemed to have that this year. Tyro May's been outstanding. And no he's not getting a mention. He's not getting he's not getting looked at. Ben Garcia again, another one. And I think I think that I really think it's just gonna come down to realistically a bounce of the ball. Mm. I think it's that close.
1: Callum, do you think it's going to be... Sorry, Bob, do you think it's going to be um, a low-scoring
2: affair? Yeah, I do. I think defence is going to be very, very key in this game. I think... I, I, look, we all know St. Helens can defend and we all know St. Helens like an arm wrestle. We've said it for the last few weeks now that this is what they do. They like to get into these tough battles and they like to, to wear you down. I think it will come down to exactly what we said before, um, I don't think defence for St. Helens is an issue. I think it will simply come down to, can they finish off these breaks, these half chances, these ones over the line that they'll get? Because, you know, if they, if they break the Catalan's line and they've got no one on the inside, they ain't going to get many chances like they did against Warrington. They're only going to get one or two. And
1: So it comes down to, can they score enough points?
2: I think, yeah. And we've said it all season. You know, what can... Can they do it? Can they be ruthless enough to to get that many points? And personally, I don't think they will, which is why I think it will be low scoring. Mm. But yeah, I don't know okay. which way this is going to go. But um, for me, I think I'm. I think I am edging towards Saint Helen's, but
1: just fifty-one forty-nine. Yeah, like it's not the score. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if we saw a golden point in this game. Okay, really wouldn't. Uh, Callum, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, no, I think I'm on the same page as the other two. I think, um, like I said earlier, they're not going to get as many breaks as they did against Warrington, most likely. So if they get one, they've got to make the most of it. And I just think the lack of pace that they have this season is not going to be the downfall as such, but it it, it might cost them.
1: Are they now about to pay the penalty? finishing third.
0: Possibly possibly we 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 said um last week well over the last couple of weeks that the, the difference between second and third this season is huge, you know. The instead of going away to Catalan having played the week before, they've got a week off and hosted Catalan, which is a massive difference. Yeah. Massive and, difference.
1: And and Brian before I press you for a um a prediction. Uh we talked earlier in the pod about uh, when Lee went to Hull KR this week, that it was just one game too many for for Lee. Saints in a, um, a similar position—is this going to be one game too many for Saints now?
4: It could be, yeah. You 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 do get that feeling, don't you? And it's—I think—I think Colin's I think right. That that home advantage is everything. I think I think that that gives you at least a, a four point head start. Um, especially over there and I think it's going to come as Bobby says it's going to come down to something to to take the chances when they can whether they can the the threat that Catalan have Johnson and Davis they they break away on them wings where clearly Saints are fundable it could could, as much as we all think it's going to be close it could be gone Mm. within the first half, there could be a sixteen-point lead yeah. if Saints aren't careful.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to press you for. A, I'm going to press you all for a prediction now, Bobby. Quick, Saints by two. Okay. Callum, Saints four.
4: Bry, Catalan four.
1: Mm. I was going to go Catalan four like Bry, so I'll go Catalan six. Okay. Okay, but I think that the. the consensus there is it's going to be close either way isn't it? Mm. So,
4: yeah. it it technically could be the grand final before the grand final yeah
1: yeah okay well without at risk of upsetting every Wigan and Hulker fan bribe with that with the <laughs> that we've sort of dismissed them um <laughs> let's move on let's move on to that one um Bobby where is this where is this one won and lost
2: uh, I think this one really comes down to Hulk I.R.'s defence and not trying to get ahead of themselves. I think if, as much as they've got to take the game to Wigan, mm. it's it's very much that fine line between trying to take it to them mm. and giving them spaces to exploit that I've already said about if St. Helens had that pace, they'd finish it off. They They've scored... They they scored the most tries this season just by being off the the edge of shoulders. Mm. The pace of Bevan French and Jai Field is is very very dangerous. Yeah, and again I think similar to Saints, Hulk KR don't have an awful lot of pace in that mm. side. That's
1: a really good point, that Callum.
0: I think I think yeah. it's I think for Wigan it's one out wide because, like Bobby said, I don't think Hull KR have an awful lot of pace. If Hull had to win, I think it's one in the pack because I think. I still think that Wigan's pack is pretty light this season. I don't think it's um, anywhere near as good as, as some of the others in the league. So I think if Ulka are to win, the pack has to get on top, and on the back of that, Lewis and Schneider
1: have to run the show. Yeah. Well, they're not exactly weak out wide, though. Bry are the Ulka They're
4: not, but it's like they're like Saint Helen's, and that's where they the way they are the weakest. Um, you can't attack them wings and I think Senior's going to get peppered by Smith with mm. high balls constantly all game yeah, they're going to get I, on that side aren't they
0: yeah he's I, the I, quickest I, one as well so if they can trap him into a corner
1: yeah mm. Mm. it's going to be tough tough for him to come out but
0: well,
4: yeah. that was the game plan from Lee last week wasn't it but it just obviously didn't work no um, I think for me is I agree with both Bobby and Callum but I also think The winner of this game will be whoever comes out on top between French and Smith and Schneider and Lewis. Because we all know that Michael Lewis has got that magic moment where he can go and do something. So can Bevan French. And we know what we've seen what Smith can do constantly this season. If Schneider can match him and then that way that can be where then Bobby's bit of defence comes in for hull KR. um and and that's where they will have the best chance if they can match the 6 and 7 from Wigan they can then obviously wake up the middle as well yeah
2: i think the other thing to remember as well Andy is that as as much as you don't need an extra point to make this game even more anticipated than it is, you've already had these two meet in a semi-final earlier in the Challenge Cup this year where Hawkeye R won with that Golden Point thriller. So, you know, from a Wigan point of view, you'd be out for revenge, surely, wouldn't you?
1: You would. Um, I think what nullifies, to a certain extent, nullifies that, though, is that when you're looking at this week and looking at the amount of tickets that have been sold,
3: Mm. Mm-hmm
1: I think it, it's not unfair to say that Wigan fans aren't exactly like lapping this up and coming out in the droves for it, which I find really strange for a semi-final. There's a good chance, we'll they I could outnumber him at this yeah. right, which yeah. you know they can turn that into a, a real um, advantage, can't they? Because yeah. that uh, the away end at Wigan, you know, makes some noise, doesn't it? Yeah. If you've got that full,
4: we only really see it forwards. St. Helens though, don't we? So to see gonna be full with Hulk on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. That's right. You see you see you see the difference it makes in a in a good Friday game. Wasn't there a game? For, for instance? So yeah that's, that's surely gonna come into play as well.
1: Wasn't they one last year when Salford filled it out as and won there? Yeah. Was that yeah?
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they won there with a full with a with a a full back in behind them there. Yeah.
4: Last year, yeah. I think. Yeah. Was it last year? Leeds, I, know, I think it was last year. And Leeds took to, one. Yeah, so he took a good one when he had when they had the man sent off, and they still beat them. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well. Okay. Well, let's go. Let, let's go for your prediction on this, then, Bobby. I'll start
2: with you. Oh, I. Ch- I think I think Wigan have got too much for KR Personally, I think um, I think the pace will be a real problem for them, uh, and I'm going to go Wigan by ten. Callum, Uh,
1: Wigan eight. Okay. Brian,
4: Wigan twelve.
1: Um. Yeah, I'll I'll go Wigan. uh, uh, I'll go Wigan eight as well. Whoever said that? Somebody else said that? Yeah, me. I'll go that as well. I think. uh, uh, I think they might just overrun him in the end. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. In fact, I think they'll get an extra try. So I'll go Wigan (laughs) fourteen. Okay just a bit different there we go then there we go but but two really Calum, so two really exciting games in prospect for our lovers of the game this week yes
0: both games I think will be really tight um, for the majority of the game and I think um, I think we're in for for two crackers really yeah. so yeah
4: here goes for, for those who aren't going as well the um, one on Friday is on Sky Sports Mix and Sky Sports Showcase um, and the one on Saturday is on Sky Sports Mix Channel 4 and Sky Showcase What Sky Showcase never heard of it <laughs> that's, that's I think filth. it's I think it's new I think it's the new I think it's the new Sky one <laughs> right
1: uh, okay alright right, fair enough he's yeah. on channel
2: 4 the Saturday one as well that's Saturday yeah that's yeah. good because they saw some good numbers from the Saints yeah. and Warrington game last week so. just watch
1: on that commentary's better and everything isn't it yeah, yeah. there we go
2: right well there we have it for the this week
0: and we shall be back next week to um, review the semi-finals and all the other happenings in rugby league Winner. so was there We will. We will know who's going to Old Trafford uh, this time next week. So it should be a good one. But uh, thanks to Brian for for coming on and joining us for the uh, preview. Uh, If you are going to any games this week, then stay safe and enjoy. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast for this week, it's goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.